You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Celtics come up short in an overtime thriller against the Houston Rockets here Saturday night at TD Garden. Mike Petralia along with Josue Pavone for the second time in six days. The Celtics lose a heartbreaker to a Western Conference power this time on the parquet in Boston. Josue, Jalen Brown came up with a miracle at the end of regulation, a three-pointer that tied it, sent it to overtime. But the Celtics went dry for the final 238. They couldn't score and James Harden's free throws with 23 seconds left, the difference. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was able to get to the free throw line, tracks. I also think that the uh, Houston Rockets were physically just over the top when it came to the Celtics trying to match that intensity. And when it came to getting those fouls, you know, James Harden is good at doing that. And I just think it did make the difference. Celtics did have an opportunity to still win down the stretch. I like that look that Jalen Brown got. Unfortunately, it didn't go win. And by the time that uh, the offensive rebound was grabbed, time expired. It was, it was unfortunate. Something's really fought at the end, but I just think that the Houston Rockets really deserve this one. You know, one thing that was interesting Jalen Brown told us in the Celtics locker room afterward was we did a good job on James Harden. He only had 21 points considering what he's done the last two years here in Boston on rocket trips to uh, uh, the parquet and to TD Garden. But they forgot about the other MVP in the room, and that would be one Russell Westbrook. He had 41 points to lead all scorers. What a game, you know, from him just attacking constantly to hitting big, big shots. I mean, it made all the difference. And I think that the Houston Rockets did a really good job of forcing the Celtics to play ISO ball. And I think that's when things really started to fall apart. That third quarter was obviously the biggest difference, a huge difference maker. The Houston Rockets looked like a completely different team coming out of the break. But I think the Celtics sort of fell into that. They fell into the trap that the Rockets wanted them to fall into. They were taking a lot of three-pointers, especially in that fourth quarter, which they didn't find the bottom of the rim most of the time. But again, that ISO ball really crushed the Celtics. That's exactly what the Rockets want you to do, and that's exactly what happened. Celtics still had a chance to fight at the end. Huge shot from Jalen Brown. What a three-pointer, you know, to get this place going, to get that momentum going into the uh, extra period, going into overtime. But I just think the Rockets, again, continue to, to match that physicality against the Celtics, and they came out with the win. So Mark D'Amico of Celtics.com, I want to give him a hat tip here. We're going to talk about the bench and how the bench of the Celtics only had four points all night long, including overtime. Two points by Grant Williams, two points by Brad Wanamaker. But it was Grant Williams, one of three Celtics with a positive plus minus. He had a plus 10 in his time here for the Celtics. But four points off the bench, that's just not going to cut it. 
Granted, Kemba Walker is close to returning, and Marcus Smart will likely go back to the bench. But you got to get more production offensively out of the bench. I just think this is what's going to happen when you're going against top-tier teams like the Houston Rockets drags. I mean, you're looking at a team, again, this is a top-heavy squad. We know this starting lineup can match up with any other starting lineup in the NBA. But when you have to rely on, maybe not rely, rely is not the right word. When you are in a situation where you need your second unit to step up offensively, this just isn't the unit for that. Let's face it. Of yeah. course, you're going to get some points here and there from Brad Wanamaker. We've seen what Grant Williams can do from not only behind the arc, but when he's really physical down low and he can you know, get buckets here and there. But you don't really have that go-to guy to put up points. Not even Marcus Smart is that guy. Even when he is back to his secondary role, he can put up points in bunches, but you just don't have that guy who can really carry a second unit. What the second unit needs to do is just continue to do what they do defensively. But against a team like the Houston Rockets, they were a bit exposed. It was tough for them to keep up. You see Brad Stevens having to go about nine guys deep, but there's a lot of the times he keeps at least one or two starters within those second unit. And there's a reason for that, you know, and I just think this is going to continue to happen unless this team is at full strength when they're completely healthy. You got Marcus Smart coming off the bench, but you're going to need someone to step up here offensively, whether it's, again, Brad Wanamaker coming up with some points, maybe Shemi Ojale can hit a couple of threes down the stretch. I thought he did a really good job defensively, especially uh, cleaning the glass as well. But when we're talking about getting points off that second unit, it's going to be really tough for Brad Stevens moving forward when you're playing against top-tier teams. All right, Jalen Brown, 32 points. Marcus Smart, 26 points, uh, starting in place of Kemba Walker for the fifth straight game. And 21 points for Jalen Brown, including the game-tying three-pointer at the end of regulation. Not enough as the Celtics fall by a point in overtime to the Houston Rockets. This edition of the Garden Report is brought to you by the Menlo Club. The Menlo Club is a men's monthly and seasonal subscription that provides style packages for every man, featuring items from 5-4 Everyday Wear, New Republic Footwear, and Grand AC Athleisure Wear. For just $60 a month or $75 per season, men in the community will receive a curated, hand-picked package containing two to three items of the latest trends in menswear. And guys, you are missing out if you haven't signed up already. Right now, when you head to the menlohouse.com club and use the promo code GARDEN, you'll get your first monthly package for $25. That's right, 25. That's over 50% off. You know, it's a huge pain to go into the mall aimlessly and not know what you want to wear. And this is the easiest way to go about getting clothes. Right now, if you go to the menlohouse.com slash club and use the promo code GARDEN, you'll get your first monthly package for just $25. That's the menlohouse.com slash club. And don't forget the promo code GARDEN. What do the Celtics do for secondary scoring? Mike Pachalia alongside Josue Pavone here inside TD Garden after a heartbreaking loss to the Houston Rockets in overtime on Saturday night. A thriller before a national television audience. But let's face it, a lot of Celtics fans are going to focus on one thing about this game, the bench. They only got four points. And obviously Kemba Walker was not available to him. Robert Williams just coming back from injury, um, a season-long injury. So... The Celtics have to figure out, Brad Stevens has to figure out how to get more production than just four points, two points out of Grant Williams and two points out of Brad Wanamaker on Saturday night. Buyout market, I know you're not crazy about it, Trags, but the only guy I have in mind really is Jordan Crawford. I know he's a veteran. I know he hasn't played in quite some time, but that kind of experience could really help this team out. We're talking about someone that could put up eight points off the bench. That's a solid eight points, you know, whether we're talking about eight points here and there or whether it's one game he has about 12 or 13. I just think that's pretty much 
the the answer in terms of just having that extra muscle off the bench. Outside shooter, uh, someone who's not going to, again, eat up a lot of minutes, not going to take away minutes for someone like Marcus Smart or other guys that have been here for quite some time. I mean, I look, it doesn't look like the Southerners are going in that direction, but if they don't go in that direction, you have to just, at this point, think about limiting people's minutes. Kim Walker obviously is the number one uh, option when we're talking about that. But then you also look at guys off the, in, the, in the starting five, and you look at the rest of the second unit. I mean, who else can really put up consistent points right now? I, I just don't see any other way, whether we're talking uh, relying on the, on, the, on the starting five and just, again, the top-heavy uh, lineup that Brad has. He's going to have to continue to clock these guys in to up to upwards towards 30 minutes if you don't look for another solution. Here's what I think could actually happen, and and I think the Celtics have kind of toyed with this before, and they toyed with it a little bit last year, putting uh, Gordon Hayward back on the bench along with somebody like Marcus Smart, and then you have two definite scorers coming off the bench, but do you really want to go with two bigs? And Brad Stevens is so much about matchups. He didn't even want to play Enos Cantor in this game against the Houston Rockets on Saturday night. Yeah. So. What makes you believe that he would do something to juggle up the the uh, bench in that way? I mean, maybe I'm just spitting, you know, spitballing here, but the Celtics have to find a way, in my estimation, to balance out the scoring in the reserves. Well, I think if they do go to the buyout market and they try to find a scorer like Jordan Crawford, that's going to spell, it's going to say a lot about Kimball Walker's status. And I don't know. I don't want to think about what happened a couple of years ago with the way the Isaiah Tom situation. There was a lot of, you know, not – People not knowing exactly how bad the injury is. Hopefully that's not the case. But if it is that bad, I say you go out and get another shooter, another scorer. If it's not that bad, then you mend what you already have. And that's that's a really good, you know, idea. That's one direction you could go because now you would take away another wing from the starting five. And maybe you put in Shemi Ojale. I don't know. I'm, guess, I'm just trying to see what you, what you would do. But putting... Hayward off the bench doesn't mean necessarily he would stay on the bench at the end of the game. So that's not a bad idea. The other thing, uh, Joe Sway, that I really want to point out is when these guys get their opportunity, they need to be scores. They need to drive to the basket. They need to be more aggressive offensively. And I think there's uh, a little bit of hesitation among that second unit right now. You think Brad Wanamaker was that guy? I mean, look, I love Brad Wanamaker, and I think, you know, he has the potential of being – that second or third scorer off the bench. He has the potential, but I just need to see more consistency. And I've loved what I've seen from him as a distributor, as a ball handler. Yes, absolutely. There's a reason why he's, you know, getting those solid minutes and continues to get that. But I mean, besides him, Shemi Ojale, you know, his outside touch, what he's able to do, I just think you really start running out of names when we're talking about pure point production. Well, I think the Celtics are going to have the opportunity and Brad Stevens is going to have the opportunity coming down the stretch. They are probably going to be locked into the number two or three seed. They're probably not going to fall as far as four. So maybe Brad Stevens uses that as an opportunity to find what he has in the final, let's say, 23 games of the regular season. I think that's going to be really critical. Yeah, absolutely. Because let's face it, Carson Edwards is not the guy that we thought he was going to be. At least he's not ready to not, be that guy yet. yet. He's just not there yet. Uh, Grant Williams can give you points here and there, but he's more of a, there for defensive purposes. Very versatile. He can guard multiple positions. But we're talking about pure offense. I mean, I just think it's a really short list for the Celtics. And if Kemba Walker can come back at full strength and be reliable in terms of his health, obviously we know what he does on the court is reliable, then you're in good shape moving forward. But between now and then, like you said, I don't see them, you know, there's not enough games for them to catch 
uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, and there's also not enough games for them to fall out of either second or third seed. So you're in a pretty oh, good spot there, realistically, yeah. This Garden Report is brought to you by the great folks at the Menlo Club. Go to www.themenlohouse.com slash club and use the promo code GARDEN to receive your first order of your first month for just $25. That's over 50% off the normal price. Again, go to www.themenlohouse.com slash club and use that promo code GARDEN. Inside TD Garden, he's Josue Pavone. I'm Mike Petralia, CLNS Media.